Hi, welcome back to Two Pink Clowns. I'm Faith. And I'm Caitlin. And today, we just, we vibe in. We figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, I think we've run out of, like, specific topics to talk about, and we could kind of move on to talking about what we experienced in the past, I guess, two weeks because of our uploading schedule. The real question is, you know, we run out of topics, or are we too lazy to think of one? Yeah, we did have a list, and uh, we've exhausted that pretty much. We did have one topic that I'm not going to disclose, or maybe we'll end up talking about it. I don't know. But the topic I of the dream like- about you being murdered by a hairdresser. No, that's not the topic. <laughs> I think, <laughs> but um, I feel like that needs more preparation of like things we like questions we answer about it, and not just like going into it blind, you know. Don't worry, audience. I'm as lost as you are because I'm forgetful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we will talk about it. Um, I got not too much sleep last night because I was on the phone with people. <laughs> <laughs> I make great use of my time. I, yeah, I got eight hours of sleep, which is good, but not the best, especially when I'm trying to catch up on sleep from the week, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I went to someone's birthday party yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And I went to bed at 2 a.m. As you should. Yeah. But I had a lot of fun. It was just like one of those. I don't like the like basically like the dancing stuff and that parties. It's just I want to talk to people a lot. And that is my idea of a good time. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Uh, personally with parties, it could, uh, it could go either way. It's like dancing could be fun. Uh, we could dance if you want to, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but also, yeah, it's really just about like hanging out with people and stuff. So, you know, how old was she turning? 22. Ooh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> the party was pink princess themed and she had tiaras and wands that we could all take. And I still have my tiara. It's like a party city tiara. So, uh, and I have some pictures from <laughs> from the thing. I may or may not post. We'll see. Honestly, party city, it's so strange because I think it's very fun. Like, you know, it's just a bunch of party supplies. Peak store design right there. Um, but weirdly, the party city is where I am. Um, maybe this will give away my location <laughs> because but the, my mom and I, we've been to two or three, I don't remember, and they've had police at both of them. <laughs> what? Like, on like very separate times that we've gone, like months in between, and there's like just a cop like sitting outside, like, yeah, there might have been a murder here. <laughs> yeah, it was like they're doing an investigation yeah. at the party city. And the party cities themselves, I I don't know about one of them, but, like, at least one of them was very, like, dirty and bad on the inside. <laughs> like, trash. <laughs> trash party city. Um, so, yeah, that was definitely, that was something. <laughs> also, if you guys are hearing any noises, any uh, snaps, or, like... <laughs> Planking. I am cleaning my room. We're vibing. Or she's hiding a body. You don't know. No, I ha- I'm putting popcorn in a bin. Individual bags of popcorn. Could be a body. It's up to the audience to decide. <laughs> when I before I left for college a couple or like for the spring semester a couple of weeks ago. My mom and I went to like BJ's. So it's like a Costco, basically, for people who don't know what the, what BJ's is. And so I picked out a whole bunch of like bulk snacks, and one of them was a a box of twenty eight individual bags of Skinny Pop. And so I like kept the box, kept them in the box because there wasn't room anywhere else to put them. But now there's an just an, enough like few of them that I can put them in a. Uh, in my food bin basically it's like extra food uh wipes a plate (laughs) and my vacuum plate one plate one bowl 
two water bottles, and a set of utensils. Nice. Yeah. Right now, I feel like I'll share. I'm busy doing stuff for uh, my small business here because someone, I don't know who, or I do know, but not like them personally, they decided, right now I'm studying for the SATs. And I'm like, okay, I, I have to study. And there's like no one, you know, the I haven't been advertising that much, you know, pretty, pretty mellow on the business thing, nothing like Christmas time. Uh, so I was like, okay, I'll get back on this uh, in like after March. And then someone, I don't know who, decided to order five <laughs> pairs of earrings for $50. So, you know, not exactly a no work time for me. So if you're wondering, they ordered cows, which are my most expensive ones because they take the most time and they're the coolest. And they ordered fireflies, which glow in the dark. They ordered bees, which I need to add stingers to. Uh, they ordered bananas, which they should be more popular. They're very cute. <laughs> And they ordered ladybugs. And for all the bugs, I had to make antenna out of paper clips and paint. And I learned wire is not the easiest thing to work with. Like I used the like pliers to sort of bend it into a little curled thing, which looks really cute, but it took a while. Oh yeah, I sort of make earrings. I don't do it well, but I do make like drop earrings and plier stuff is just not it. <laughs> It's not very fun. It's not the vibe. <laughs> yeah. It's it's something. Like, I'm capable of doing it, but I did... There were some parts where I got, like, a hand cramp, but if I dropped the thing I was working on because my floor is carpet, I would never see it again. So I was just no. holding on. It's a problem. I dropped a needle on the floor, I guess, a couple weeks ago. I don't know when, and the only reason I knew that was because my mom came in my room, she stepped on it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, let me find it, and I couldn't, and then my brother came into my room, like, you know, a day or two later, and he stepped on it too, <laughs> and I couldn't, I was really trying to find it, I'm like, I don't care if I stab my own hand, I need to find it, and he found it, and the reason why it wasn't, like, sticking out of the carpet was because it was bent. It was a pretty thin needle, but it had bent in half, so it was very small. Ooh. Uh, but I throw it out. <laughs> it's, you know, it's committed two crimes. You want an update on how I'm cleaning my room now? I am getting my recycling together. By putting it in the big skinny pop box, <laughs> I'll take it, like, when I go to dinner, I'll take it out to the table. Enjoy this ASMR. It's too, try to tone back on the ASMR when we're talking. <laughs> like, I'm fine with it. I'm just worried that, like, you know, we're going to listen back. And it's just going to be box. <laughs> <laughs> box. Bags. Yes. Um, right, maybe we take a second so I can dump all this stuff in there. Alright, everyone enjoy. <laughs> adult. Kate was being very adult. Oh, wow. It's my party and I'll cry if I want to. Cry this if was... I want to. <laughs> this was, yeah. It's a lot of stuff. Like, I wasn't expecting it to, I was like, this will fit all in this box. It kind of doesn't. That's <laughs> not good. All right. I, I'm going to put all the papers together so it takes less space. All right, we might have to cut this out. <laughs> what? <laughs> Given your reaction there, we might have to cut this out. Yeah, yeah, this is fine. Or, yeah, it's fine. It's fine if you get cut. Okay. All good? Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Um, animation news? Oh, yeah. All right. So I stumbled upon the strangest trailer the other day. Um, 
So apparently Disney, I, it, it's got to be Disney. It's all Disney. Um, but Disney has is coming out with a new movie called Chippendale Rescue Rangers, um, which is something. So the, the trailer starts out with like Chippendale. They were like, you know, they, they had this show in like the 90s called The Rescue Rangers. And then all of a sudden they didn't. The show sort of, you know, died and they became not popular. And like the way the trailer sort of throws you off in the beginning, because it kind of sounds like a documentary about the show. But then you realize they're referring to Chippendale as actually like, you know, like, oh, where are they now? And it's like, buddy, they're not real. <laughs> they didn't go anywhere. <laughs> and then we cut to two animated chipmunks. Um, which is, you know, the aforementioned Chip and Dale. <laughs> and then one of them starts talking, and it's John Mulaney. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a fever dream one of us might have, actually. <laughs> I'll look up the trailer again just to make sure it wasn't a fever dream. Um, but, yeah, so... Andy Samberg. Yeah, no, don't even... Stop it, John Mulaney. Like, it didn't... It was so I know weird. you don't care for, or you don't love Andy Samberg. I just wanted to mention, those are the stars of the movie. Yeah, they're both, what's weird, I think it's fine. Like, you know, I could probably do a whole rant about how celebrities being voice actors for anime cartoons all started because of Robin Williams, and now it's a stupid thing in animation. Like, you know, now kind of bad movies are just getting pumped out because they have celebrity names attached to them. Like, you know, adults go and see them like the movie sing which is terrible (laughs) um but yeah so i was i sent that trailer to all my friends without even watching the rest of it because i just got whiplash i'm like is that john (laughs) mulaney um but yeah so then the trailer continues and basically all you need to know about it is that it's like who framed Roger Rabbit. They even mentioned like Roger Rabbit in the trailer, uh, but it's like more recent and updated. And it seems to have social commentary. Like uh, I forget which ones who. They're both chipmunks. Like either Chip or Dale. Maybe Dale. He got like the CG surgery, so he's in CG, whereas Chip is in 2D. And personally, I like like something. They did something wrong with the CG. I don't even know if they could have fixed it. Like, so I think the 2D chip or Dale, the 2D chipmunk, that's not even 2D. It's just the, it's computer generated, made to look like hand-drawn. Um, <laughs> but I think that looks really good. But the problem is a CG chipmunk already exists. And his name is Alvin. And he looks exactly like Alvin. <laughs> But I don't know how you could fix that because, like, chipmunks look a certain way and they obviously based his design off of, like, Dale. But, like, Dale, or whatever, the chipmunk, he's never been in CG before. And instead of looking like, oh, that's a chipmunk in CG, like, that's just Alvin. You know, that'd be a fun plot twist, you know? And that's that's my prediction for this movie. It's not, oh, I got the CG surgery. No, he takes off a little bit of makeup. He's like, I was actually Alvin for the from Alvin and the Chipmunks. The CG surgery doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, there's a bunch of different anime characters in it. I saw like My Little Pony pop up. Um, others, <laughs> uh, they were making fun of video game characters at one point. Uh, it's some sort of like mystery I think I think they're solving a crime um, it's very adventure sort of thing Seth Rogen's in it um, he's okay <laughs> uh, but yeah I it's so confusing and it feels like something I just had a dream about <laughs> you know we don't need a dream to talk about today we just talk about this yeah um, but yeah, I don't, no one really knows what to make of it. Like, when you read the comments, it's like, this is a thing that's happening. <laughs> um, and some people are like, man, it's not going to be as good as Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Which, honestly, looking back, the trailer for Who Framed Roger Rabbit is 
that's a fever dream I gotta tell you and not (laughs) where it's like oh there's too many characters on screen I think they had a good job of like limiting like which cartoon characters were actually in that movie like it didn't feel like too much I could be wrong um but also the movie advertised itself it's like there's cartoons but they literally they say this in the trailer but it's like it's not your average cartoon there's sex and drugs and murder (laughs) they say all those things (laughs) it's like kids are gonna watch this this is disney it wasn't disney i'm pretty sure oh never mind Um, i i think disney would get sued i'm gonna look that up now like, because Roger Rabbit, no. he's not Disney. He's, like, a Looney Tunes sort of guy. Yeah, I think you're right. I, as soon as you said that he was, like, uh, associated with some other company, I do remember seeing a video about, like, the evolution of animation and, like, Disney competing with other companies. I'm talking about Hanna-Barbera, which is, I don't know if it, that's Looney Tunes. It's a, but all right. it's, like, a cousin of it. Hanna-Barbera is Scooby-Doo among others <laughs> that I can't remember, but it was like a lot of stuff on Cartoon Network in the mid 2000s when I was a child was the Hanna-Barbera yeah. shorts. Mm-hmm. Apparently, according to Google, it said it's Buena Vista Pictures distribution. Um, and uh, Steven Spielberg uh, was producing it. So. <laughs> Um, it looks like Disney was involved, and you can watch it on Disney Plus. But I wonder they probably cut they cut everything out of the movie. Like, <laughs> is Jessica Rabbit just not in it? Did she, do they do they just cut away every time she's on screen? She all she does is act horny the whole time. <laughs> That's all she she's like. I'm not bad. I'm drawn that way, and like you know, her clothes are practically falling off in every scene. It's like, who is this for? <laughs> <laughs> why is she married to a rabbit why is her last name rabbit but she's not a rabbit you know like she she's just a person and I feel like that's the thing they touch on is like racism in the movie where it's like oh we got tunes and tunes or the oppressed but people aren't it's like I, who thought of this <laughs> oh. someone had a fever dream and wrote that movie yeah I remember, I think, like, they almost get melted alive at the end. By oh, yeah, I feel like guy. I've seen that. Pretty sure the bad guy might be uh, Doc Brown. <laughs> Could be wrong. <laughs> you know, from from uh, from uh, Back to the Future. Gonna look up the villain. Oh. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Google. Uh, that Judge reminds me, like, the, the Sonic movie. There's just Jim Carrey as Robotnik. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Speaking of Sonic. There, there's a new one, right? Yeah. I didn't say the first one. <laughs> um, I did. Good. In quarantine. We, like, in, like, Memorial Weekend, my family just had, like, a movie marathon on, like, a Sunday. So we watched, like, Birds of Prey um, and Sonic and something else, I think. But I was like, damn, that's a lot of movies. <laughs> Yeah, I was watching some sort of cartoon thing or trailer, or I for, I was watching something, and it might have been something on Instagram. It literally doesn't matter, because I heard the voice, and I recognized it. I'm like, that's some cartoon character. It took me a minute. I'm like, that's Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> um, from, you know, the movie, <laughs> which I, I honestly, was it ever answered if that was a marketing stunt? The whole, like, you know... Uh, oh, showing the animation, how it looked bad? Yeah, like, because first of all, that is a great stunt, because if it was... Because think about it, now the internet feels like it has a victory. It's like, we bullied them to make it better. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, since, like, I don't... That costs a lot of money, so the thought that they're like, alright, guys, because you said so, we'll fix it. That's not how movies work. Except for so, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but that's a different thing. Continue. Wait a minute. So, was the whole trailer, did they, like, do a trailer and it was all terrible? Or was it just, I just saw one picture. Oh, yeah. The whole trailer was, okay. like, of the crazy little rat man. Um, you know, before they made him 
normal looking sound. Before they made his eyes better. They just, honestly, looking at it, they just made his eyes bigger and more cartoony and gave him, like, like, okay, it looks like his whole face is, like, just hair. <laughs> <laughs> and he has, like, no eyebrows. Um, It's not that bad. Like, in this still shot, it's okay. It's just, it's ranging into Uncanny Valley, where he looks more like a little boy than, like, a cartoon character. Um, so I'm glad they fixed it. Uh, but yeah, like I said, if that was a stunt, very smart. Um, what I was talking about with Rudolph, I, I don't know if I've told this on here before, but the whole thing that at the end of the movie, like in the original, at the end of the movie, apparently, like it just ends with like, oh, Rudolph, to guide my sleigh. And then the movie ends. <laughs> like, you know, he, he guides the sleigh and whatnot. But because they introduced the plot point where Rudolph's like, don't worry, guys, I'm gonna let Santa deliver you guys his presents, like, on the island, isle, isle, or island of lost toys, misfit toys. Like, he made that promise in the movie, and the original just ended with him not fulfilling that promise. It's like, sucks for you, I guess. And this disappointed so many viewers that, you know, the animation company, they went back, and they're like, all right, we'll fix it. <laughs> You know, and it's like, how did you forget that? You, <laughs> he's like, don't worry, guys. You know, like a liar. <laughs> and that'd be funny if instead of that, the movie just ended with all the misfit toys, like, sitting on the island. It's like, no wonder people hated Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, Yeah. I feel like that should happen more often with movies. Like, trailers should just come out, and if there's one glaring issue, us as an audience should be able to bully the studio to make it better. Be like, no, we're, like, fix this, please. Honestly, come to think of it, sort of the opposite happened with Frozen 2. When the first trailer dropped with, like, Elsa battling the ocean, we're like, this is the coolest thing ever. What's this movie about? Like, why is... Like, because it showed a really cool range of her powers. It's like, okay, she controls ice, so she can sort of run across the ocean. (laughs) Um, And then the movie came out, and that was just one scene that, you know, didn't really matter to the whole thing. And the movie, apparently, if you watch the behind the scenes, the movie was a mess. Like, they didn't really know what they were doing. And... Like, there was a lot of ideas at once. And I think this is a very bad idea, but I guess it's just how they did it. They basically need to structure a whole movie around, like, a hit song that they wrote. Like, they wrote the song first. Uh, like, at the end of the movie, she sings, show yourself. They wrote that first. And then they tried to piece together the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like... I feel like it's never works. a good idea. <laughs> No, I get why they did it, because they had such a hit with Let It Go. I bet they saw, you know, marketing, they felt like they need to make the next Let It Go, which Show Yourself did not become. It, I feel like uh, Into the Unknown was already, like, you know, because uh, the guy from Brendan Urie, uh, he mm-hmm. sang it, that song really blew up. So I don't know why they felt so much pressure. They're like, this song needs to be in it and needs to, you know, Elsa having her moment. I thought it was pretty uh, interesting of them. Like, there's some parts of that movie that, like, it's cool to be explored. Like, you know, that there's apparently this whole village trapped in time. (laughs) You know? Like, the people in the woods. I've never seen the movie, unfortunately, but... (laughs) Alright, this is close enough. (laughs) This, you don't need to, because it's just, you know, it's just a hodgepodge of ideas. Like, there's it has the whole concept of there being multiple spirits. There's like fire, earth, wind, and air. And, like, we see those spirits in the movies. But then the fifth spirit, in the end, the twist, is like, oh, Elsa's the fifth spirit. Elsa's ice, which is water. Which <laughs> and is you also said wind and air. It's <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. All but right, you mean ice. earth and air, I think. I think I meant to say fire. I don't know think it's the element fire water earth air there we go she got maybe it. astrology nerd <laughs> getting on top of this yeah there's giant rock people who represent earth uh 
Anna sings a song about being depressed. It's really, it's very strange. Uh, Elsa, like, dies and then undies. It's a whole thing. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't really recommend it. But then then again, some people watched Frozen 1 and they were like, this is okay. I think, like, if we had to pit them against each other, which I will, um, I've tried telling people about, like, Frozen versus Encanto in terms of, like, what they were trying to do with, like, family relationships. I think, like, Encanto, like, blows it out of the water because people kept saying, like, oh, the true love at the end of Frozen was the love of sisters, first of all. Elsa spent most of the movie depressed and avoiding her sister and not talking about her feelings or her powers or her parents' past or literally anything. <laughs> she literally was like, you know, Anna, you, I, I don't want to deal with you. And then, <laughs> and then at the end, they're friends again. Like, we just, we had, like, maybe two scenes of them sort of acting like sisters. Or maybe, I think it was just the one where they're like, mmm, chocolate. <laughs> that was literally it. <laughs> Then Elsa's like, you can't marry a man you just met. And Anna's like, you never speak to me. This is the first time we've spoken in, like, 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I guess that can be a relationship between siblings. But it's not really relatable for most people. Like, whereas in Encanto, we have, like, you know, all these sisters and, like, cousins and stuff. And they're juggling a large cast, you know, which, you know, one critique of the movie is, like, yeah. Oh, so and so doesn't get enough screen time. I think the person with like the least screen time and like most underused would be Camilo. He seems interesting, but it's it's not like we're truly missing out. Like, there's no dead spots in the movie. Every part of the movie feels very necessary. Um, everybody loves Camilo. Everyone Everywhere I've seen. Yeah, he doesn't really have too much uh, screen time or a song. He could have used one, but I see why he didn't have one because he wasn't like plot essential if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. he didn't really push anything forward um and like songs uh we need to have the song surface pressure to show Luis's stress and it's a good song (laughs) uh we don't talk about bruno that's advancing the plot because it's showing you know why they don't talk about bruno (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and yeah there's a I watched, uh, I think I've told you about him, Caitlin, uh, but uh, there's this guy on YouTube, his channel is Sideways, I might have mentioned him on here before, and he quotes uh, Howard Ashman he, when he talks about musicals and like, you know, uh, musicals and cartoons especially, he said that every single number in a cartoon, would, it needs to be necessary to the story. So like, if you can take out the song and the plot like you know didn't need the song to progress then you you haven't done your job <laughs> because the song should be an extension of the story not just like there to sort of fill time if that makes sense um, yeah I think you did send me one of his videos about um the little mermaid mm-hmm. I think yeah yeah uh, I think he was just, like, talking about, like, classic Disney movies. Like, an example of, you know, they're not really needing to be a song uh, that was taken out is in Beauty and the Beast, apparently, um, excuse me, there's, like, two versions where there's one with the song Human again, and um, there's one without it. Uh, and the reason why, they like, some versions have it, some versions don't, is because it's really... It, it's not necessary at all it's like like you could you could skip that scene and like you know you still understand beauty and the beast i because i'm pretty sure i can't think of it right now but i'm pretty sure they already have a song about like you know we are chairs <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah anyways coming going back to uh frozen i think frozen like i'm just thinking i really i don't like the trolls <laughs> stupid um but like the the trolls number is very strange they're like you know we're gonna push you two together because we we ship you (laughs) um and yeah like i feel like some of the songs in frozen weren't really advancing the plot and like you, you didn't really like you didn't get context of the world or the family or 
that much. Like, you know. And also, some of the songs are misleading. Like, Hans's song, literally, there's no... They could have had some visuals showing, like, you know... Uh, like, maybe he, he tries to, like, trip on it and see something. Like, showing he's, like, a little evil. But there aren't at all. He's, like, literally, you know... He's Manic Pixie Dream Boy until the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just suddenly turns on everybody. Yeah, and, and I think people thought that was like a genius plot point, but I understand what you're saying about like they could have done something to sort of like a tiny thing to foreshadow what was going to happen. Yeah, like okay, for example, in we don't talk about Bruno. Um, there's one scene where people even pointed out when a trailer came out, it they're like Bruno's like bobbing his head in the background behind, yeah. and at first people like it's this is really interesting. So people were like you know oh maybe it's like Camilo you know because right after that uh it's his turn to sing about Bruno and he literally transforms into him um or it's just like some visual thing because it's a musical number your suspense or your suspense of disbelief what, what am I looking for there's a phrase uh basically in a musical number you sort of understand that like things don't necessarily have to be reality uh, within the plot, like in Luis's thing, they're not actually trapped in a blender. <laughs> like <laughs> your suspension of disbelief is like you know lengthened. So when people saw Bruno like bobbing his head, that wasn't like you know oh he must live in the house. It's like no, that could be a, multiple things. So when it's revealed, uh, spoilers, I guess you know if you haven't seen. Encanto, I think everyone's seen Encanto. Yeah, after our talk about Luisa, they had to check it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> But so when it's revealed that like uh, Bruno's actually living in the walls, every, I thought that was like, you know, that was predicted by him dancing in the background. And also it was a plot twist that wasn't like in your face. It was, you know, like I couldn't put it together from the trailers. I thought Mirabelle literally went to the woods to find him. <laughs> um, but no, it was like, it was a plot twist that wasn't like you know oh this this changes like everything you know it just it it was good and it was like subtle and didn't like you know it didn't make you have to really like strongly rethink things um although one thing that does mess up though is like he's living in the walls and then at the end Dolores is like oh I heard him every day it's like why didn't you say anything yeah <laughs> you must <laughs> Well, um, she said it in the song, and we don't talk about Bruno. She's like, I can hear him. Or, like, not that he, I guess not that he was living in the house, but she's like, I can hear him all the time. Oh, yeah. She, that was also interesting foreshadowing, because the way she phrased her thing, she was, uh, 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 she was say? doing flamenco, which she I thought flamenco, was- which is gorgeous. <laughs> um, but no, with her wording, she wasn't saying like, oh, he used to be here. She's like, I can still hear him. But you like, you're like, oh, she could hear anyone from like a million miles away. That's why. And it's like, no, she can hear him because he's like in the basement right now. <laughs> he's in between the walls. Yes. Um, but yeah. So just in comparison with like, you know, foreshadowing and like familial relationships, I think Encanto, it had a goal. It basically the whole thing, the whole message of the movie was uh, what to do when confronting like, you know, generational trauma. Like that's a very, it's, it's definitely not subtle, <laughs> um, but it's all handled very well. And at first I thought like grandma got let off too easy. It's like, you literally told Mirabelle, like Bruno left cause you suck. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're just gonna let her say that. <laughs> We're, who let grandma talk? <laughs> <laughs> it's like abuela throughout the whole movie. Kind of sucks. <laughs> um, but then it's explained why. And even at the end, you know, Mirabelle isn't like, oh, I forgave you. She's like, we're going to work through this together. Um, you know, and you're going to stop calling me stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I like that. Like, when you look at Frozen, it's like, what, what does it say about familial relationships? And it's like, sisters. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> there were two sisters. And that is all. <laughs> and that is all. Yeah. That's a... Uh... 
there was an SNL skit sort of about, um, I think maybe Josh Gad hosted the show or somebody, I don't remember. Um, they had Kate McKinnon as Elsa. Was it the Frozen she, 2 one or Frozen 1? Oh, no, maybe it was for, yeah, it was for Frozen 2. And so she said, like, I don't know where whether we're north, south, gay, or west. And then the the woman who played Anna said, did you say gay? And she's like, no, you have a heterosexual, you have a fulfilling heterosexual relationship at age 18. And I've been playing with snow for two movies. Both are equal and good. <laughs> I love that. Great. <laughs> People kept saying, it's like, oh, we want Elsa to be gay. It's like, why, like, hmm, I don't, I just feel like that would be pandering, you know? It's like, because she, she wasn't, and she isn't in, like, either of the movies. It's more just like, oh, speculation. It's like, that would just be not, not weird, because I don't want to come off wrong, but, like, you know, I feel like they would, like, if you want a gay character, we could just, like, new movie. <laughs> new movie. <laughs> whole different property, you know? Uh, like, you know, there's some content on Disney Plus, all right, there's uh, the out short, there's um, other things, I guess, probably. <laughs> this is a lack of representation in the media, obviously. <laughs> I can only think of one. Yeah, and um, a lot of people think that Isabella in Encanto is gay. I didn't pick up no. on it, but, you know. Okay, yeah, this, see, this is my problem. Just because they're not dating a guy in the movie or they're not romantically interested in a guy doesn't mean they're gay. Like, everyone kept saying, like, yeah. oh, Isabella's gay because she didn't like Mar- Mariano. It's like, no, she just didn't like Mariano. We don't know, you know? Yeah. She wants to be like Elsa. Elsa's going to go play with snow. <laughs> She's just going to play with flowers. <laughs> go play with flowers and cactuses. Yeah. Like, I just, there's something that, like... It's like assuming, I guess, where it's like, oh, so you, so they didn't pair them with a the guy, they're gay. So now we need to give them a girl. You know, sometimes people don't need to just be paired with people. Sometimes <laughs> you leave them be. <laughs> yeah, let them play with their snow and their flowers, and let Louisa go to the gym every five minutes. <laughs> also, I love how this whole episode is animation news episode, which actually, um, I think one of my ideas that I thought about, uh the other day i didn't get to tell you but like having a whole episode dedicated to each of our segments or Mm -hmm. stuff like that or like having a topic of interest of one of us and then like kind of alternating that maybe for a little while and i wanted to do something maybe on snl maybe on dreams i don't know um or like astrology and all that other stuff i research Mm -hmm. um but i was like i want to let faith have her moment first (laughs) I want her to have the animation news episode. So I feel like th- that's what we've today. accomplished today. That's today. Um, <laughs> See, we do have a topic, guys. <laughs> we figured it out. The real topic was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was actually... Um, I think you've talked about some formative movies for you. Uh, animated movies. For Probably. me... I loved Despicable Me as a kid. What is your opinion? Yeah. Like, Uh, for the humor. (laughs) I'm like, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the you know meant. You know, that sounded like, it's like, you know, Gru? (laughs) (laughs) My dad was Gru for Halloween once, actually. He had, like, a rubber mask from Amazon, and then he wore, like, a sweater and a scarf (laughs) to work. And he had a freeze ray. My father. <laughs> I could probably uh, not rant because it's not really a rant. Um, more just like observe. <laughs> so uh, Despicable Me. Um, some Many people have said this. They say that the first one was made as like sort of like a mega mind sort of movie where it's like bad guys a good guy and like you know there's actually some soul in the movie. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Uh, which I can totally see, like, you know, his relationship with the girls and whatnot. Um, like, I get that. But then they say the franchise was ruined by the uh, minions, which I also understand. Makes yeah, I get sense. that totally. Like, they were funny, 
up to a point, but when they started making separate minion movies, I did not like I was tired of it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's overused, but for some reason, like at least in my opinion, like they have the uh so Despicable Me One, that that one's like pretty solid. Despicable Me Two, I don't think it's that bad. I think I'm just biased because I grew up watching that movie. Like, you know, it's just on replay in my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I think it's fine they explore the idea of, you know, uh, Lucy being a new mom to, you know, the kids. And they have, like, these, I think they have these sort of cute scenes of, like, Gru going out on dates. <laughs> I think those are executed well. Uh, honestly, the Minion subplot is, like, take it or leave it. They really, they tried to do something different with, like, the evil Minion. But the weird thing is, like, that's, like, to me, that's not memorable about the movie. What's memorable is, like, you know, Gru being practically this, like, secret agent and him getting a girlfriend and, like, you know, things. Like, I feel and like El Macho. Like, and El Macho. <laughs> I feel El like Macho is great. Yeah, I feel like there's enough more to the movie where it's not like, oh, there's too many minions. It's like, yeah, there is, but that doesn't, like, you know, there's at least other things that'll, like, stick with you with the movie. Um, Despicable Me 3... Was... I, I did not like it. <laughs> yeah. I did not. Um, I honest, I think, like, compared to, like, series that have gone on forever, like, if we're, if we're comparing this to what's happened with Ice Age, I won't even talk about, like, it's... <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember seeing, like, the first movie at a drive-in when I was, like, four, and they're still making Ice Age movies. <laughs> yeah, the most recent Ice Age movie is horrendous. The animation really? has, like... Basically, uh, the whole story is, like, oh, it's not even about the main cast. It's about, like, the two little rats, and the rats decide they want to live on their own and, like, with the Buck Wild character, which mm-hmm. he's, when he was in one, whatever movie he was in, some people, like, I agreed to, he wasn't bad of a character. It was funny. <laughs> His one line, people quote this all the time, where it's, like, you know, they're, like, oh, did you die? He's, like, you know, yeah, unfortunately, I did. But then I lived, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I think that was funny. Um, but, yeah, anyways, going just going back to Despicable Me, um, the third movie, I don't think, I don't think it was a bad idea. Like, you know, oh, he has a secret twin brother who's a millionaire and lives in pig country. I don't remember where they live. Um, Somewhere in Eastern Europe. I don't know. Yeah. Or, like, Italy. You know, it's very Italian, but like, yeah, there was like the folk Italy. dances and stuff. Jeez. So I, I guess it was more like Eastern European, especially with the accent that Steve Carell does for the entirety of the franchise. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like Doctor Doofenshmirtz almost. Like <laughs> he he grows up grew up in an imaginary town, and like <laughs> it looks like Eastern Europe. Yeah. So, um. I feel like the ideas weren't fine. Some, you know, it sort of explains like, oh, you know, uh, Gru's father took this twin and his mother took the other twin or his mother took him. It's like that part, I think we could have gone into that a bit more if we're going to at least explore this story. But it just wasn't executed well. I think that having Steve Carell voice both of them in like, like somebody, someone said, what if he, Steve Carell maybe what if he voiced Drew? Yeah, his name's this Drew with a D. <laughs> so <laughs> if if Steve Carell, what if he did Drew in like his normal voice and then grew in his like grew voice? It's like okay, that would be something. But he does the same sort of voice for both of them, except Drew's like a little bit more high pitched and annoying. Oh yeah, so there's like that. trying to watch them on screen together. It's it's. Uh, and I think the villain, the villain scenes of, like, animation, like, his vibe, I think, was pretty interesting to watch. Like, you know, he was, I think it's an interesting concept. This child star has grown up and won't let go of the past. So what does he do? He wants to become a real villain. I don't think that's, I'm like, that could happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was a creative concept. I think their integration of, like, 90s throwback things. I think 80s. that was cool. 80s throwback things. <laughs> pardon me um it could have been either i could be wrong but (laughs) i'm pretty sure it was 80s i one of us is the despicable me expert not sure (laughs) yeah we Um, don't know we don't it's 
it's up to you to decide. Wait. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Google. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember I rem- the fact that I remember the villain's name is insane. Balazar Brett, but it's not Balazar Brett. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, yeah the 80s. Uh, his career peaked in 1984, between 1984 and 1989. His career? He's not real. <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, relax. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't, like, you kept saying different details about the movie, and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. I've only seen that movie once, so, like, I don't really remember me neither. I think, um, like, um, it's, I feel like, or when people are like, oh, they're just milking the series. Yeah, that's kind of how it works, <laughs> you know. Uh, like, you could technically say that about Toy Story, too. They made four movies, um, and time does not show well for the fourth one. <laughs> but, uh, I didn't like the fourth one. <laughs> I haven't seen it. The fourth one. I don't like, watch a lot of movies, guys. <laughs> I only watch children's movies, as we can see. And children's movies and not children-appropriate rom-coms, I guess. I keep on saying, like, oh, yeah. So shout out to the 11-year-old. Go watch this. I'm like, oh, wait. Don't watch this. Don't. <laughs> gonna ruin She's you. not 11. She's older, older than 11, but still, like. Teen. <laughs> Some of those movies, you know, probably not good. Yeah, um, but no, technically, whenever an animation studio, like, you know, does well with one movie, like, their plan usually isn't like, oh, we're going to make three movies. It's like, we're going to make one movie, and if it's really successful, we're going to make more movies. And sometimes the storytelling is, like, bad, because it's like, you know, they didn't plan to make another movie. Um and sometimes it's good because they expand on the world or the characters and that sort of sense. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, there's some movies where I could definitely see there being a sequel. And given the story, like, the writing of the first one, um, you know, and its strengths, I could see there being a sequel. Like, I could definitely see a Zootopia, too. Um, oh, yeah, I would love to see that. I don't know where they, I don't know where they take it. But just given how big of the world is, I feel like it wouldn't be too hard <laughs> yeah um i the ending of to that one it was like oh there's a twist villain again we it's like that's our 10th this week <laughs> you know, <after laughs> frozen and other things um but i don't was, think zootopia came out very long after frozen if i remember maybe like a year in between it had i'm pretty sure it had references to frozen in it <laughs> oh um, oh yeah they did like little easter eggs yeah yeah um yeah, but sometimes <laughs> sequels just aren't good. Uh, 2016, yeah, it was about two years after Frozen. Yeah, even with um, like a sequel that did come out. Uh, did you see Wreck It Ralph breaks? Re- it's Wreck It Ralph. No. Ralph breaks the internet. I didn't see it, but I really, I actually really liked the first Wreck It Ralph. It was interesting to me. Yeah, you're not gonna like this one. Like, they changed... Yeah, I know people had opinions about it, and I feel like I don't need to see it. Yeah. Um, Basically, they sort of... They, like, had to... They didn't have to do this. They dumbed down Ralph's character. And the main issue with the movie is that it's not like, you know, oh, you know, the internet stuff, it's going to age really poorly. It will, and that was a mistake. But the main issue is that, so the core principle, the rule of the previous movie is you can't game jump. Game jumping is illegal. Game jumping, like, you know, the the elusive turbo, it literally caused his game to die. (laughs) You know, so jumping from game to game, that's the rule. Don't do it. It's illegal. And And then then the whole of the second movie is based on that? They break that rule. Vanellope is like, I'm gonna live in the internet game. And Ralph's like, bye. And it's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, I don't even know how they fix that problem. Like, Vanellope is the most popular racer in her game. And, you know, because of this, she's like, I'm bored. I want to do new things. Where it's like, okay, that's a fine story arc for her character to have. 
But the problem is, given the rules of the previous movie, she cannot have that story arc. <laughs> because you are contained to your game, at least, like, right now. Um, like, uh, and I just... <laughs> and it, it, it makes no sense, and them exploring the internet's pretty stupid. Also, Ralph gets cyberbullied, and the scene's really funny because it's really stupid. They could have had a different message about, like, internet safety, and they decided to choose people being like, Ralph looks ugly. Ralph is fat and stupid. And Ralph's like, oh, I feel bad. <laughs> and it's just, like, it's really ham, hand, is it ham-fisted or hand-fisted? Like, does someone have a fistful of ham? Or is the hand just in a fist? Whatever it is, it's really shoved down your throat. Like Hand to fist? The hand? Or, is that what you or, meant? What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> like, what's the phrase? Is it when you, you know, you go punch a ham? You have a fistful of ham. <laughs> I, wa- I got up for, like, two seconds, and you're like, have you ever had a dream, Matt? Um... <laughs> <laughs> You know that scene in Rocky Ralph where he just has a fist full of ham. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, that movie was bad. Uh, Encanto, I feel like should have a sequel, but the thing is, I don't. I would guess that it's not going to. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I think. Uh, I think people have said this before. A series on Disney Plus, sort of exploring each of the characters, could be interesting because they oh have so yeah, many like characters. an episode for each of them. Yeah, or not even like for each of them, but like episodes that you know really focus on each of them and their different like things. And also, I want this because I want to see everyone's room. I feel like you're robbed of that. I want to see Luis's gym, and they didn't show it to me. <laughs> yeah, I um, there are a lot of theories on what everybody's rooms look like. Um, that weren't shown. I think what they said about Dolores is that it's all, like, soundproof on the walls so that she can actually sleep. Yeah, I think the problem with that is they realized, like, hmm, how do we, how do we make that? How do we make that look? And they're like, it's just gonna look like an insane asylum. Yes. <laughs> <It's> like, padded <laughs> walls. <laughs> or, like, if you've ever seen, like, YouTube or YouTubers or streamers that do, like, the video game stuff, they have, like, the, the foam padding on the walls that's kind of gray and weird. I took a short video of me doing a pirouette, and I showed it to one of my friends today. Um, not you. I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay. But uh, I took a, pic- a video, and they just went, like, why are the walls just so plain and they they almost look padded I'm like they're not pa- I'm not in insane <laughs> the walls are just plain because they actually for my studio they move the walls uh there's like so there's three rooms and there's this like hallway on the outskirts and then there's a there's a ton of rooms in this building all one floor um but the three main rooms like the studios you can remove, you can slide the walls back of the three rooms to create one giant room. Um, so that's why the walls are plain, because they they slide. <laughs> yeah, um, that's kind of how my elementary school gym was structured. I think there were two doors to this place, like two sets of doors. And then there were, I think you could have technically three separate areas. I think even there was a, there was like a, it was this, wooden thing that came out of the wall kind of like a garage door like they would press a button and it would just kind of go across electronically and I think there was literally a door in the in the second one so like picture it on the right side there's a door to get out in the hallway in the middle there's kind of just nothing but there's a door that you can go through in the dividers and then on the left side, there's another door to get out of the building or to get out of the room. I don't know why I remember that door. I don't think anyone ever went through it. I think you could just press a button and take away the divider if you wanted to leave. <laughs> like you weren't trapped. But that's kind, of, that's kind of how that worked. And like normally they would just use one of the dividers. So like on the right side would be like a smaller area. And on the on the other side of that would be the... Um, 
like a bigger area, like a class would be doing some something that would require a bigger activity, like a, an activity that would require a bigger area or like stations and stuff. And so they would they would be getting the the bigger side of the gym. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I like how it went from animation to door. <laughs> door. <laughs> um, oh, the Monsters, Inc. sequel is also good. The what? Doors. The Monsters Inc. sequel. Oh um, yeah, it was. Well, it was more. It was a prequel, but I think that it was one that, like, some people they had issues where it's, uh, what's it called? Um, they didn't. They could have shown like a scene at the end. How? Uh, instead, they used like a photo montage. But if they had a scene of like you know Mr. Warren is calling them, they're like, "You're you're hired." <laughs> for you're hired for a monster think and they'll be like great we're on our way and then they walk and walk (laughs) (laughs) um but that that movie the thing the thing about making movies is you have to really love or actually think about making any sort of art you have to love what you're making because if you don't and you're like you know i'm making this like to make money or to like you know fill a quota that's fine you can do that but you have to be sure that you know it doesn't show in your art like you know you have to you have to put something in to get something out you know that's mm-hmm. that's the takeaway message of this episode you know if you don't love what you're doing people will say your movie's bad on the internet <laughs> <laughs> if you're explicitly pandering in your sequel people will say it's bad Yes. Bo Burnham has a whole song about why you shouldn't pander. <laughs> um, but, yeah. We could do a comedy episode. Like, our si- our different uh, sides of comedy and what we've seen and stuff. Yeah. We definitely could. Um, I agree with you. I don't have anything else to add, because I feel like if I add something, it would make this episode ten years long. Yeah. Not a comedy episode. What about right now? <laughs> right now. Right now. Hey guys, we, you've accidentally been trapped into two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess we could wrap it up now. I do have to get ready. Yeah, it's been an hour. I do have to get ready for swing dance. Ooh. Yeah, swing dance. And I thought I knew what I was going to wear, but now I think I'm going to change my mind. Like, I <laughs> I don't like it anymore looking at it. Aw. Alright, well, good luck with that. Uh, anything else? Or we're just... We're all good. Yeah. I, that's, that's all for me. That's all, that's, folks. That's all. <laughs> Animation. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so follow us on Instagram. We should clown. <laughs> we should um tell people every week to like comment something related to the episode. We have tried this. Not many people do it. If I know, listen. but it, <laughs> still, like, it'd be fun. It would be fun. Um, so for this one, comment the movie that for- was like a part of your childhood <laughs> experience. <laughs> Have you ever had a dream that you um <laughs> that you had? <laughs> this show isn't about friends. It's about two people making fun how we can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, follow us on Instagram. Comment movie. This has been two pink clowns. We're Swan in the Slander. <laughs> <laughs> We clown in. Goodbye. Thank you and good night.